The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. So if you listen to the Even Money podcast, you love my guy, Fezzik. Hopefully you like me, at least. And we are telling you that the draft app on your phone is where it's at if you're into fantasy football. 80% better chance of winning than on the salary cap sites. You won't be getting crushed by the pros. Told you a while ago that 450,000 people had downloaded it. Now over a million people. Even that's probably outdated. It's probably 1.5 million by now because people love the ability to get into a draft pretty much whenever they want. They have these snake drafts that start like every five minutes. It's awesome. Plus, if you use our code EVENMONEY, you get free entry into a real money draft where you can win real money just by using the promo code even money with your first deposit. Again, you're playing the real money draft for free. You just have to use the promo code even money. Plus, they're so sure you'll love it. They're offering even money listeners a money back guarantee up to $100. So just search draft in your app store or go to draft.com and come play free right now with promo code even money. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast that's been around for several years now. A lot of you love it. We appreciate that. We are presented by betonline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money Podcast with the best odds and the fastest payouts. He is Steve Fezzik. I tell you every time, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest. He's the only one that's won it twice, and we have him every week here on the Even Money Podcast. Check him out on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports, and only at Fezzik Sports. I'm a former NFL offensive lineman that has learned a ton from Fezzik over the years and really enjoys having a chance to tell you guys where I would put my money if I were you. And we get that from Todd Bergman, the Birdman, at El Birdman on Twitter. Steve, how you doing? I am good. I'm just going to try to talk your wife into letting you come out for three days. You and I, in August this summer, roll around make uh, many, many man-sized preseason bets on season wins and things. 
That would be nice. That would be very nice. Um, speaking of nice, Steve, I got to tell you, Sunday was very nice for me. It was a, it was another another good week for me. Back to back good weeks. Uh, you had a little bit of a setback after an excellent week thirteen for the week. I was up six units. You were down two units, and Birdman made the corrections from last week. They had been some issues with the Raiders line. And so for the year, uh, we have it at I am up 31 units, Steve, and you are up 17 units. So with the playoffs and with the last three weeks, still a long way to go, and we're in this together. It's not a comp- It's kind of a competition, but it's more important that we both win a lot for our listeners. That's the key. Would like nothing more than to finish plus 20 units and to have you double me up and you win a finish plus 40. Yep, that would be great. All right, let's get to the bets. We passed and leaned a lot for the first three games. Um, I leaned Chicago. That would have been a good one. You leaned Cincinnati. That would have been a bad one. You also leaned Atlanta, which would have been nice. San Francisco versus Houston. I am continuing to roll with my guy Garoppolo. I put two units on the Niners. Man, they came through in a major way. They were getting three points. They won by 10. You put a unit on the over, Steve. The total was 43. Final score, 26-16. And there was a missed extra point in the game. Missed extra point. Otherwise, you would have pushed, Steve. All thinking men hate kickers. Yeah, I'm with you. Then you get to... Seattle, Jacksonville. I lost a unit there. You leaned to Jacksonville. That would have been a good one to place a bet on. I put a unit on the Seahawks. I just thought that they would make it happen there. They were getting three points. Ended up losing by six. That was close. Um, Boy, our first best bet for last week was a bad one. We both liked Oakland against Kansas City getting four points they got smashed. They came back and made it look respectable. I put two units on. Not good. You only put one unit on. So, obviously, we lost there. Carolina, Minnesota. I did not like this spot for the Vikings. And I liked the Carolina Panthers getting points at home against a team on a third straight road game. Uh, Carolina ended up winning 31-24. You just leaned that way. I went that way. Two units for me there. Uh, and then Packers and the Browns. Another bad beat for you, Steve. I mean, you put two units on Cleveland. They were getting three points, and they were winning. I mean, they, they were winning at one point by two touchdowns. You end up losing in overtime. Absolutely brutal loss. To lose in overtime, and you're getting three points to lose on a touchdown in overtime. Some people can say the analytics are to blame, but I know it's my own damn fault for betting the Browns, Jimmy Buffett style. Yeah, I mean, you almost just you just can't do it. Uh, Chargers, Redskins, you put a unit on the over. It didn't happen because the Redskins offense really did not show up, so you lost a unit there. I lost a unit on the Jets. I, I like the Jets to beat the Broncos. I like the way the Jets were playing. Uh, no, that is not what happened in that football game at all. Our next best bet, we liked Arizona 
getting three points against the Titans, they came through for us. 12-7. We both put two units on the cards. Boom. Cha-ching. Two units for both of us. Then our last best bet, we both put two units on the Eagles. Getting two points. Cha-ching again. The Eagles win that one in L.A., even though Carson Wentz gets hurt. So that's two best bets we won. We were 2-1 and one on the best bets for the week, but four strong units there on those best bets. We both passed the Cowboys-Giants game. I put two units on the Ravens, getting six points. That came through for me. That was two more big ones. You had two units, Steve, on longest field goal under 45. What was what was the one that was hitting that one? Uh, I thought we'd get worse weather in Pittsburgh, and we certainly went down with uh, not just one, but two long field goals in that game. Very hard to kick field goals in Pittsburgh, even Justin Tucker, um, but uh, never close there. Let me ask you something, Steve, speaking of that, because I was in Buffalo. So when I see that it's a blizzard, okay, how much and how fast did that total drop? Because I wanted to call you and say, Steve, I'm here, and I can't even see the other side. I can't even see the other side of the field or the yardage markers. Put your whole life savings on the under. Now, go. Do it. Now, I hate to bother you, Ross, when I know you're working. You've got all kinds of responsibilities and the like. But next time, when you have that situation, I want you to pass the pregame meal and take the 15 seconds and just text me instead of even having to talk to me because that would have been great information. Uh, that total dropped the morning of the game from 40 down to 36 and a half. And then the second that people turned their TV sets on in live wagering where it was available, people were pounding the under. It's one thing for there to be snow and lack of visibility. It's another thing to try to run in five inches of snow, right? Yeah, so just so you know, it didn't really start snowing until like 12.20, 12.30. I mean, I was on the field an hour and a half before the game, and it was, I mean, it was cold, but it wasn't snowing at all. It was the yeah, lake I- effect snow, and then it, it absolutely just crushed us. And I think even the Colts, you know, I'm surprised they lost because they're wearing all white. What better camouflage to hide your safeties in than wearing all white in a blizzard, right, Ross? I know, right? It, it was, I mean, it was like nothing I've ever seen before. Uh, and that was it. You put one unit on the over for the Dolphins and the Patriots. And um, I guess that, uh, I, I guess well, the total was, what, 47? So was that a push for you, 27-20? Yeah, it should have been a push. Should, there were some 47s out there. Okay, so then you actually were down three units, I think, because he had you down. He had you uh, winning a unit there. So we'll get that corrected because that was a push. He had you up there for the year 35, 53, and two on the best bet. So 35 victories, two ties out of the 53 best bets. Let's get to this week, Bright. All right, let's start off, Ross. Thursday night football, Denver at Indianapolis, and the Broncos favored by two and a half points with a total of 41. I like the Broncos. I like the way they played on Sunday. I feel like they've got a little bit of momentum now after that. Um, I don't know. I think the Colts kind of know things are done. I just don't know if I feel good enough about it to lay the points. I think the Colts are still at least fighting for Pagano. 
I, I don't like I don't like betting favorites on the road. I, I would lean Denver, but I'll pass the game. Just for make sure I got my record keeping straight. Are we on best bets thirty five sixteen and two or thirty five eighteen and two? We are thirty five. Uh, let me let me let me go back to that. Sorry. Because I'm going to retweet it, so I want to get it right. Yeah, 35-16-2. and two. Out of 53 opportunities, we have 35 wins and two ties, so that would mean 16 losses. And I hate to break the news to everyone, but I will go on record that this is going to be the greatest even-money record of all time with us. It is almost impossible to hit the, at, at the win rate that we've hit on our best bets. But you know what? We can certainly do it for the rest of the year. Um, Denver, Indy, you know, my power ratings look towards Indy on this game, but I think that Denver has their mojo back, holding the Jets to 100 yards. That was really impressive considering the Jets were able to move the ball well against um, the Chiefs the week before. And um, I'm a little worried about the adjustment. Indy suddenly goes home to the Dome after playing in eight inches of snow no bigger adjustment than that. Maybe their timing will be off a little. I am going to just lean to the under. All right, on to Sunday, Steve. Chicago at Detroit, and the Lions have a five-and-a-half point. Well, they are a five-and-a-half point favorite with a total of 44. I was surprised to see in the stats the Bears are actually the better team statistically. The Bears gain five yards per play. They give up 5.1. Detroit gains 5.5. They give up 5.7. And the Bears have had a really difficult strength of schedule. But it's a bad spot for the Bears in the terms of they just had an upset win, big upset win at Cincinnati, and now they go on the road again. So just a lean to the Bears, a lean to the under. I would lean Bears as well um, in this one. I don't, I don't know if they can do it two weeks in a row on the road, and I feel like the Bengals were a beat-up team and a team that kind of knew they were done after that loss to the Steelers on Monday night. So this would be one where uh, I would lean Denver in the first one. I would lean Chicago here, but I just I don't have enough faith in them to perform well in back-to-back games like that. All right, the other Saturday game, Ross, you're going to be there. Chargers, uh, one-point favorites at the Kansas City Chiefs, total 46. Looking forward to being there, absolutely. Um, should be a great game, should be an awesome atmosphere, very loud. It's interesting to me that the Chargers – are favored here. That must tell you that the the folks really think that they are the better team. And I think they probably are as well. Um, I'm going to put one unit on the Chargers. I think they're going to win the game. I think they're on a roll. I just that Chiefs crowd is it absolutely is a factor in a night game like this. I think it might be a big factor, but I'm still going to put one unit on the Chargers. They're just playing that well right now. I'm going to put a unit on the Chiefs. I do agree the Chargers are the better team, but I don't think they're going to win the game. I think that the Chargers have gotten a little bit overrated based upon the fact that the schedule is broken perfectly for them. They got to play Dallas with uh, no Sean Lee, without their left tackle, Smith. Um, And when they played Buffalo, they got Peterman. Contrast that with, with Kansas City. When they played Buffalo, they had to play in the week after the Peterman disaster when Buffalo was in an all in mode. So although they played the same opponents, 
radically different strength of schedule there. I think Kansas City with the crowd. I wish it was colder. It's going to be, well, not for you, Ross, because it'll be comfortable in the 40s here with no real weather. But um, still, I got the uh, beach kids heading to 40 degrees. Chiefs win the game, one unit Chiefs. Steve, no Carson Wentz for the Eagles, but they're still favored by 7.5 over the Giants. At the Giants. Yeah, and I'm very worried about the Eagles and what the impact's going to be. I downgraded them five points for having to go to Foles. I know he had the monster year, but he's really done nothing since. I'm going to play a derivative bet on this one. I think with Foles, the Eagles are going to be very conservative in early in the game, and I don't think the Giants can move the ball at all, and I expect the Philly defense to play extra hard, missing their quarterback. We're going to go first quarter, under 7.5. We're going to have to lay a dollar fifty on that bet to win a unit. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I kind of lost you at derivative. That's kind of when I tune out when I hear words like that. So um, I did. I did recover at the end to hear the genesis or the gist of of the bet. Uh, this is another pass for me. Unfortunately, I just don't know enough about Foles on the road. I would lean to the Eagles still winning this game by double digits, but um, I, I'm not about to lay seven and a half points for a road team that has a backup quarterback. Ross, the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers is going to return. They're actually getting three points at the Carolina Panthers. Total is 47. Doesn't surprise me. Two things, Steve. One is, how much did the Eagles line move with the Wentz news? I saw where they went, I think, from 4-1 to to 12-1 to to win the Super Bowl. Is that right? I did not look at their Super Bowl odds yet, but that would make sense to me. And what about what about the lines in the Pittsburgh, uh, the Philadelphia New York game, and the Carolina Green Bay game, with you know no Wentz and and having Aaron Rodgers? Believe it or not, the Philly Giants line barely budged. Philly was laying nine on the look ahead line, nine eight and a half to nine. It's only a point difference, but that's because Philly just played a great game, and the Giants just played a very bad game against. Um, uh, Dallas. So this line would have come probably more like 11 and about a four-point adjustment for uh, Foles quarterbacking. Green Bay, Carolina, a huge difference. There was no look-ahead line because it was anticipated. Good chance that Rodgers would come back. But uh, Green Bay certainly would have been catching eight points instead of three points without Rodgers. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this game. Um, I'm going to put a unit on Green Bay. I'm a little bit nervous about Rodgers being rusty, but I also think that there's a psychological edge of getting him back, and I don't think he'd come back unless he felt like he could really play well. So I'll put one unit on Green Bay getting the three, because even if they lose, I think you know it'll be a close game. I'm going to put two units on Green Bay. I love the emotional uplift that they're going to get for Rodgers coming back. Much, much better quarterback than Cam Newton this year, Um, even though Cam's been playing better. How many times do I have to see in these must-win critical games Rodgers comes up big? My only concern is that Green Bay back-to-back overtime wins, so they certainly exerted a whole lot of effort. But Carolina's played some very big games of late as well. Two stars, best bet Green Bay. The best bet. All right, next up, Cincinnati Bengals at the Minnesota Vikings, and the Vikings favored by 10.5 points with a total of 42. Yes, I just looked at the Cincinnati injury list, so running back Mixon, still questionable, linebacker perfect, 
questionable. Defensive end Dunlap, questionable. Linebacker Vigil, questionable. Um, Jones, cornerback on the IR, as is Hill, as is Eifert. The Bengals are done. Stick a fork in them. Minnesota is a premium team off of a very forgivable loss that could have gone either way. I'll lean because I don't lay more than 10 points in the NFL, typically. I'll lean Vikings. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lay ten and a half points either. I, I'd probably lean Vikings myself. Although the Bengals were so bad and so embarrassing on Sunday that a lot of times, you know, just out of sheer pride, teams will bounce back after that. But I'm. I'm not touching this game. All right. Well, the next one is Miami at Buffalo. No line. No total. Yeah, so we can move on. I guess they're waiting for Tyrod Taylor news, but I think he's going to play. All right, next up, Houston at Jacksonville. Jags, 10.5-point favorites, total 39. What a time to be alive. The Jags are 10.5-point favorites in an NFL game. Um, It's Jags against Houston. It looks like TJ Yates will get the start for Houston. I actually think he might do okay, but I don't know enough about him and how he'll end up playing. So I'm going to pass yet another game. I, I was looking at the under, but 39, that's really low, especially for how Bortles is playing right now. This is another pass for me, unfortunately, guys. I'm going to do two stars on Houston. I upgraded them two points for losing their starting quarterback because he never should have been starting. The best quarterback rating Savage has had all year long, once he took over for Watson, has been 68 Back in 2015, T.J. Yates' average quarterback rating was 69. And just last game, uh, compare and contrast, Savage was 6 for 12 for 53 yards. That's a quarterback rating of 18.5 against the same team. Yates, 14 for 16 for 175 and two touchdowns. No comparison, much better quarterback. Houston, two units. All right, Steve, the Jets at the New Orleans Saints. Saints, 15.5. Point favorites total is 47. Yep, and I'm not betting on Bryce Petty and the Jets. Big downgrade of six points versus McCown. That lowers the Jets to Cleveland Brown territory, and the Saints are awesome at home. They're off a an, another forgivable loss where it could have gone either way against Atlanta. I will, I'm not going to lay 16, but I'll lean to the Saints. Yeah, man, that's a big number in the NFL. It really is. I mean, that is, that's a big number, but I've got no faith in Bryce Petty. I'm going to pass the game as well. Ross, the Arizona Cardinals at the Washington Redskins, and the Skins four-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 43. That's interesting to me that the Redskins are four-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. I mean, they've been pretty bad now two games in a row. I kind of like the idea of the Redskins coming back at home and playing better, but... I don't know about being four and a half point favorites. I don't even. I'm, I'm debating between one unit for Arizona or just leaning to Arizona. They've done some positive things lately. I'll put one unit on Arizona. Four and a half points is a pretty good number. One unit on Arizona, too. If they don't win, they'll keep it close. I'll lean to Arizona. I'll lean to the under. What's keeping me off is the early start time. I don't like the West Coast team traveling east. But um, I think Washington's absolutely done. You know, 13 points against the Chargers. If only 13 points, their defense gets a 90-yard pick six. They only get six against the Chargers last week. So I uh, want no part of Washington. You want any part of Cleveland? 
I want no part of Cleveland. Well, so. Baltimore is at Cleveland. Baltimore favored by seven. Total is 40. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm going to go over the 40. I do think Cleveland is a much better offensive team with Josh Gordon at wide receiver. Baltimore has played a schedule of five and a half backup quarterbacks they faced. I count the uh, Detroit game as half a backup because uh, Stafford got knocked out um, late in that game. And because of that, the Baltimore defensive numbers are way better than they should be because they get to play against quarterbacks like Hunley instead of Rodgers and Manuel instead of Carr, etc. And Cleveland's offense improving. Uh, long story, I'm gonna, uh, 40 is a really low total. I'm going to go over the 40 for two units. Interesting. All right. Um, I don't know. Baltimore was pretty bad defensively Sunday night. I wonder how much of that's Jimmy Smith and whether they're bounced back. But I tend to agree with you. That's the number that stands out to me here as well. I'll put two units on the over 40 because the Ravens offense has been better and the and the Ravens defense has been bad, you know, lately or not as good. So two units on the over 40, another best bet. The best bet. Next up, the L.A. Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle is favored by one and a half with a total of 48. It's really interesting because I kind of think about what I think how the game's going to go beforehand, and I think Seattle's going to win the game. I think it'll be a very close game. I would lean to the Rams. I think it's kind of a toss-up game, but I don't know. Russell Wilson's just such a magician in the fourth quarter. It's unbelievable, uh, especially at home. I'm passing the game. Interesting game. The Rams do have some clustery injuries on their O-line. Whitworth, questionable. Havenstein, questionable. Whitworth's really important. But Seattle, they're already a mash unit with Avril Sherman and Chancellor out. And now Bobby Wagner has a hamstring injury, and he is critical. Football Outsiders has the Rams, their offense ranked in the top five, the defense in the top five, and their special teams, which are awesome, in the top five as well. I don't think Seattle's going to win, and they're favored. That puts me easily on the Rams. I went against them with the awesome Eagles. Bounce back for the Rams, two units for a team that may well, very close, but they, the Saints, and the Vikings, one of those teams is the best team in the NFC, and I'm really not sure which. It could be the Rams, two units Rams. New England at Pittsburgh. Tom Brady and company favored by three. Total is 53. So I'm not going to bet against New England off of a loss because that's been a great spot for them historically, but very disappointing, poor effort. Even Brady did not look healthy um, in terms of, look like he had a cold. He just played a poor game, couldn't find any of his wide receivers, and now it's their fifth road game and the last six games. So a terrible scheduling stretch for them. Um, Pittsburgh just got gashed by Baltimore's running back Collins. I think they're missing Shazier. So Pittsburgh's, it's not really a bet so much on Pittsburgh as a little bit of a fade on New England that's looking a little bit vulnerable. I'm going to go lean to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, Big Ben's been so good at home. Antonio Brown has been so good anywhere. Steelers have won a bunch. I, I know that's a good spot for the Patriots to bounce back, but they did play Monday night. They do get Gronkowski back, but I'm going to put a unit on the Steelers. I think the Steelers have a decent chance to win that game. If they do lose, I think it'll be close, field goal type of game. One unit on Pittsburgh getting the three. Tennessee Titans at the San Francisco 49ers. Niners favored by two points in this game, the total of 44. So it kind of feels like now the gig is up in terms of the, the Niners' lines being 
um, being off. I mean, now a three and ten team is favored over an eight and five team. That's amazing, but I think they're right. I think the 49ers probably win the game, but I think it's a close game. I think the Titans bounce back from a miserable performance against the Cardinals. I don't know. Are they staying the whole week in California? I didn't know because they were at Arizona. I don't know what they decided to do, but at any rate, I will pass the game and probably lean Tennessee. I I love what Garoppolo's done, but um, I'm, I'm not I'm not taking I'm not taking him as a favorite. I've got that down on my list of things to do to research it. It's I think it's good to stay all week. I did not hear that Tennessee is doing that though. Um, the question is: Is San Francisco a three and ten team? I'm going to argue they're a two and zero team hosting an eight and five team, and it's a phony eight and five team. I love Garoppolo and everything he's doing, and I think his teammates love it as well. Nothing but great quotes coming out of the locker room. Two straight upset wins on the road, so you come home to a home momentum situation. And Tennessee, Mariota with the knee sprain, he looks terrible. He regressed big time. I think he's been hurt all year long. I'll go ahead and take San Francisco for a unit, sure. Sunday night football, the Dallas Cowboys favored by three at the Oakland Raiders with a total of 46. So can't take Oakland. They're, they had their dream crusher. You can talk about they're still mathematically alive for the playoffs, but I think they know better. And Dallas is getting healthier, so got back their offensive tackle Smith, got back Sean Lee, so important, their linebacker. And they know Elliott's coming back next week, so I think they got an um, extra motivation that uh, they feel they can run the table and finish 10-6. and six. I'll lean to Dallas despite a complete loss of line value versus the line last week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Dallas. I think that they're on a roll right now. I think the, the Raiders are kind of an embarrassment. I'll put one unit on the Cowboys, even though they're laying three. Final game, Monday Night Football, Ross. It's Atlanta, and they're favored by six at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Their total is 48. I mean, the one thing the Bucks have been pretty good at lately is losing close games. And this is the situation, though, where the Falcons are the much more desperate team. But we saw in that Patriots Dolphins game, sometimes primetime can get teams up. Um, I'm going to probably regret it, but I'm going to put one unit on the Bucks getting six points against the Falcons, playing at home, getting after it, you know, trying to put forth a good showing in primetime. I'll put uh, I'll put one unit on the Bucks getting those six points. Why not? It's Monday Night Football. I'm going to join you. I'll put a unit on the Bucks as well, and it really is driven by the power rating saying that this spread is just a little bit inflated and the eye test. Matty Ryan, he made some horrendous decisions in a critical game on Thursday. He almost single-handedly lost that game himself, and then post-game he was being interviewed as the star. I'm like, that's, that's the GOAT. That's not the star. He won despite him. Uh, defense bailed out Ryan. And like you said, I, Miami we just saw in a primetime game play, their game of the year, Probably Tampa Bay. This is the last game they try really hard. A unit on Tampa Bay, a best bet. The best bet. All right, so whether you're rolling with me and the plus 31 on the year, plus six or more the last two weeks, or you're rolling with the best bets, which, as we outlined, have been outstanding. Either way, I think you guys hopefully know by now where to go to place those bets, the official 
online gaming provider of the Even Money Podcast. It's betonline.ag. Just use the promo code EVENMONEY on your first deposit to earn a 50% welcome bonus, up to $2,500 worth of sportsbook free plays. Almost two decades, they've been serving U.S. bettors. They released their football odds first, so even Sunday night maybe, Monday or the look-ahead line, see if you guys can get some value there. Plus, they got that live live betting software where they'll give you a free $25 on your first live bet. It's awesome. All right, so here's the deal. Don't miss out on betting these games. Visit betonline.ag. The key, though, is to use promo code EVENMONEY so you get that 50% welcome bonus up to $2,500. Get that free money in your account. Other than that, that'll do it for us this week on the Even Money Podcast. We really, 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 really appreciate the retweets. We're trying to grow this podcast at Fezzik Sports, at Ross Tucker NFL, at RTF Podcast, just like we appreciate those of you that like when I post on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. If you want to be guaranteed to get a free signed picture of me, a free signed card, or a signed press pass, just take advantage of the NFL Game Pass deal over at NFL.com slash Ross Tucker and forward that to me, Ross at Ross Tucker.com, and we can go from there. Uh, other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.